1: Right. We are going to what I call create to last Two, create to last part two create to last part two and we're going to go quickly Going into the book of Luke in chapter 6 and verse 46 to 49 I'm using the amplified version he says why do you call me Lord Lord and do not practice someone at home say practice yeah <laughs> someone in church say practice <laughs> even i've got to get used to this isn't it <laughs> i've been talking to people over there oh, oh for the last god knows how many months has this been or weeks weeks is the better months is not good weeks is the weeks it's been weeks that i've been talking to just a screen so uh, god have mercy all right in church, say practice. <laughs> it says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not practice what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and listens to my word and obeys them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like, listen to this word, a farsighted not someone who is looking at today but he is a farsighted practical and sensible man or woman i will use person just in case i get uh, some emails person building a house whom dug deep and laid a foundation on the rock and when a flood occurred the torrent burst against that house and yet could not shake it because it had been what? Securely built and founded on the rock. But the one who has merely heard and has not practiced, someone say practice, says practice what I say is like a foolish man who built a house on the ground without any foundation. And the torrent burst against it and immediately collapsed. And the ruin of that house was great. And Psalm 127 and verse 1 says, Except the Lord builds the house, they labor that build it. They labor in vain that build it. And except the Lord keeps the city. The watchman waked in vain. The contemporary English version says, without the help of the Lord it's useless to build a home or to guard a city. Father, we ask that you would speak your word this morning. That we will not only be hearers of the word, but we will be doers of the word. Because without the doing we become foolish. So I'm asking God that this morning we will become doers of the world, and that our lives will now be shaped, our dreams will now be fulfilled, and success will be guaranteed in Jesus' name. Someone says Amen. Now, listen to me, I'm gonna to have to teach this, this 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 morning because I've got a lot to say. The primary call of every human being and Christian is to be a builder. We are creators. You've got to recognize we are creators. The singing today came out of creativity. The playing today came out of creativity. In fact, it looks like I was hearing a new sound all over. The sound on the drums, the sound on the keyboards. In fact, the sound on the keyboards was a bit different today than I've heard. Maybe because I've been hearing my horrible playing, but it's something just sounds so different right now. But everything is because it comes out of creativity. Some of you may not understand this, but uh, this morning during worship, uh, the the way the the keys were played wasn't the way normally would be played. There was some creativity. I had to look back and say, yes, yes, I'm now in church. Uh, uh, um, The singing came out of creativity. The, 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 the way we're seated right now came out of creativity. When we started, I, I just gave the responsibility to Tyler and, uh, 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 and his wife, and I thought, God, God help you in what you're going to do. And somehow, 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 out of that creativity, we were able to gather today. Because on the inside of us, when we have a blank canvas, there is something that can create something out of where there's nothing and if we if we if we live according to the image and likeness of god when god says light be in darkness light came because god created light out of darkness not creating light separates from darkness he called light out of darkness meaning that as you're sitting down here in church or at home you've got to realize that if god can create light out of darkness you can create anything out of the dark moments of your life because you are a creator somebody say i'm a creator uh, And last week we learned that building, to build something and for it to last, it depends on what we are building and with whom we are building with. We have been encouraged to go back to creating, go back to building. But we also need to explore how do we create something that will outlast us, outlast generations, something that God will be pleased with and preserve. Because many times we are building something that God is not pleased with. And the first thing I said is if you're going to create something and during this pandemic, during this coronavirus thing, during this time where we are home, there are some things that God is causing us to create. And we have to do things the way God wants us to do things. And the first thing I said is you've got to recognize the master builder. Life and the world opens up to a man who puts God first. And except you build God's way, remember the message last week, you will labor and you will toil. And I said that you can build and you may not last. You can build and last, but you may not enjoy it. I gave you three different connotations that if you think you can build by yourself, you will find out that the lessons we learned from Psalm 127 is that you may be able to build, but you may not be able to defend it. That's important. The Bible says, I can do all things through what? Christ that strengthens me. If Christ is not there, what you are building will lack the strength to survive. So the first thing, if we're going to build anything, as you're building your lives, you're building your careers, you're building your your family, you're building relationships, you're building everything, you've got to understand that Christ is the master builder. Number two, the second R that I want to do is not only recognize, but I want you to regard, regard the pattern of the master builder. And I can only do that today because there's a lot I need to say. Regard the pattern. You don't only recognize the master builder, but you've got to regard the pattern in how God builds things. Is someone hearing what I'm saying? this This is really important. You've got to regard the pattern. Exodus chapter 25 and verse 40. Let's look at this carefully. He says, See that you make them exactly after the pattern which was shown to you on the mountain. Moses had to build, this is my my, 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 my stuff there, uh, I just read it down, it's not in the Bible. Moses had to build according to the pattern. Solomon had to build likewise before God could bless it and inhabit it. If you look at the book of Exodus, if anyone reads the Bible like me, book of Exodus is very exciting until you get to verse chapter 25. Twenty-six, and then for the next fifteen, sixteen ch- uh, verses, it says the drapes, it says the house, it says the place, it says the tabernacle. Is this width? This length? And if you're reading oh, uh, from the from the uh, King James version, since five cubics, twenty-five cubics, thirty cubics, that God give me a break. But you can find out. That the man was building according to the pattern God showed him in, in chapter 40. The Bible says, and God came down from heaven and inhabited what he was building. Meaning, if you don't build according to the pattern that God shows you, God cannot bless it. I'm coming for you this morning. I'm coming for you this morning. The seamstress and the carpenter needs a reliable pattern or a blueprint to build according to specification. Without some sort of guide or instructions, they will be in the darkness as what the person wants. Think about a contractor who is building a house from the wrong plan. A builder will build the wrong house if he doesn't follow the pattern and the architectural specifications of the architect. Thank you for that Yeah, I've been waiting for that. (laughs) The, 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 The architect will draw specifications, will put some numbers in there. And if it is not built according to the pattern, you will find out that the building will be either lopsided or it will have a defect. I'm not an architect. If you go out of this building, they won't allow you to go out because it's only one way in and one way out. But next week when you're coming in, if you look at the picture on the side of the wall, it shows you how this place used to look like before we Gutted everything out and made it like this. I remember when the architect drew the plans of how this place look like, would look like on no pictures, no 3D animation, just a plan. I looked at it and I did not understand anything. He says, Pastor, do you agree with this? <laughs> yeah. I I I I, I not understand. He says the steps will come down into the into into the hall, and then we will we will dig deep so that we can have a mesonite on top, and the messenger will have this level. It will be this thick, and the walls will be this thick. I I not understand. And, and if you if, if many of you may not have seen this when it happened, there was a wall in between, just goes from one place to one place where that pillar is. They, he said we have to pull down that wall, but there's another wall at the back where the where we use for the uh, mothers and babies room. We we wanted to pull that down. He says, no, it is load-bearing. I didn't understand what load-bearing was. And then he showed me in the architectural plan where the toilet would be, where the bath would be. I, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I signed it off. I signed it off to things I did not even understand. When they started doing it, I said, no, 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 no. no. You can't put that there. No, 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 I can tell you that this pulpit was way where my wife is is sitting that's how far the pulpit went i said no 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 i came in this this circle was not there it was it was you you couldn't link this pulpit to that pulpit you couldn't you couldn't link it you couldn't even come down you have to come down so i said no 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 and w- the day i walked in and i found this pulpit all the way there now i regret we didn't do that because we should have uh, but but but, but that, that's for another day uh, uh, but they put it so much here There was nothing here, so you have to come up and the instrumentals will have to jump up to get there. I said, no, no, no. There were like 30 workers walking here and everywhere went silent. Bam! In fact, every time I walk in, everywhere goes silent because they know I'm going to change something. And I said, what nonsense, this is not practical. The guy just threw out the architectural plan and said, you signed off on this. I said, well, you should have enough sense to not let me sign off on this. So I looked at my project manager and said, it's your fault. He said, but pastor, you looked at it, you signed off. I said, do I look like an architect? I don't understand it. Next time, give me 3G, 3D. Give me an animation of exactly, I don't understand. I thought it was going to be fine. And trust me, they said, well, we have to pull everything down. They had to pull everything down and it cost more. Meaning, if you don't build according to pattern, it will cost you more. What I should have done was to have said to the guy, is it good for you to let me have like a 3D animation stuff? Sh- talk to me. Walk me through where this is going to be. I said four by five meters, six by ten meters. Uh, even color says that to me sometimes, but I've changed my attitude. Let's go there. Use your feet. One, two, three, four. Let me see exactly how it's going to look. I'm not. I'm not a builder. I have. I, I, I didn't. I didn't do well with metrics. but listen to me as i said it will cost you more because for anything in life there is a god's way and there is a man's way the man's way is always easy and quicker but the god's way always seems long and laborious proverbs chapter 14 verse 12 Says that there is a way there is a way that seems right to man but the end is the way of death listen to me those who are here and at home to build on a rock none of us loves to do that if you ever buy a land and they tell you this land is a rocky land, you and I are most likely to run away from it. Because to build on the rock is something that is long and laborious. And not only that, it has to be built with precision. Following, listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, because we're going somewhere today, following the pattern of the builder will lead you into greatness. God said to Moses, build according to the pattern that I showed you. Always think about this word pattern. The glory of God will not respond to your own building. It will only respond to the building that God has assigned you to build. Everyone, listen to me, everyone here has its own design and lane that God has designated for them. Everybody has their own. You have your own lane. You have your own design. The problem is that we are creating other people's creation. And we're becoming a cheap photocopy of the original. I'm getting there. I'm warming up right now. God says to Moses, build according to the pattern. God said to me, build this church according to the pattern I showed you. And when we started building worship Tabernacle, he says, don't make it an ethnic church. Now that word seems to be easy, but for those who have followed me from the beginning, knew the horrors that I had to go through, and we went through to determine and declare that Worship Tabernacle is a multicultural church. It's not a Ghanaian church. It's not a Nigerian church. It's not an Indian. It's a multicultural church, and it's even regardless of the ethnicity of my background, meaning everybody's is supposed to be able to walk into church and be comfortable. Meaning, you cannot speak in your native language while you're in church. Meaning, if you're a, a, a minister or something, there's a certain decorum, a certain way, a certain mode of dressing that has to come into place. And And it was difficult in the beginning. Many questions were being thrown at me. Now I've eased off, it doesn't really matter. Because there's a pattern that we're building upon. But then, God said, do not build according to the other places you have been to. Because the people I'm bringing to you are different from every other place you've been to. Then he said to me, pull down your doctrine. Because the people I'm bringing to you will be the people who will come to you in the cave of Adalam And they will not follow The same pattern that you have followed in other places. Meaning they may not fast till 6 o'clock. Meaning they may not pray and start hitting their heads. You have to build them up. They are going to be young ones that I'm bringing to you. And you've got to build them up. They're not coming with silver and gold. And you you should not fleece them. You should not abuse them. You should not use them. You should not misuse them. But they are going to come and you have to pour yourself into them before they come and build what you are building. As easy as that looks, it was sweat. Because there were certain things, some people, young people would tell me, I'm like, ah, ha. Ah. I would act as if it didn't shock me, but it, it did. I have to deal with it. every kind of form of sexuality. Embrace them. Love them. Help them. And that's what we're still doing till today. And I, what I hear, every place I go, every place I go, is some pastors will say, you know, Pastor Ty, you're, 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 you're entirely different. I can't pastor your church. In fact, you're entirely different. When I said to a pastor, they are staying in your church. He said, ah, God forbid. I said, that's the problem. That's the problem. Because they have a pattern that has been passed down from their fathers. They, we, some of us have so much attended church that we are Church and that were no more relevant to the world and that's why you can see someone walking to church dressed in a certain way and all hell breaks loose because you are used to everyone dressing to the nose now we are they're wearing face masks now but the, what, what you don't realize is i have to recognize that if I want to save someone on the streets, that's the way they dress on the streets. They don't have any kind of dressing that looks like churchy-churchy, and churchy. I don't know what church dress is all about. But they don't have that, and you have to embrace them. You have to make them feel comfortable. You have to now declare the word of God to them and build them up in a pattern. And sometimes people may disown you because they think that your church is not spiritual. But they said that to Jesus likewise. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. I am not like any other church because I'm building a pattern. And it's so grateful, so blessed, so wonderful that people who are even older in their 50s and their 60s they have joined me to build for the next generation. Because to be honest with you, we are one step out. While a new generation is coming in, we're out. But as the church goes, so our lives should go. It's so funny that a church invited me some time ago to preach in their youth service for their youth convention. And everybody that spoke took announcements, took dust, took this, sang and all that. They were above 45. They actually told me to come in suit. It's been 20 odd years since I put on one. And I sat there and I said, We're not reaching out to these young ones. By the time I got to the pulpit, I looked at the pastor and said, Can I mess your service up a bit? He says, Go ahead. When you ask somebody like that, you should know there's something serious is coming. So I said, All those who are 35, 40 and above, stand up. Everybody stood up. They were in front. The young ones at the back. I said, Pick your bags and go to the back. Those who are at the back, they are your younger. I want you in front. You could see the young one say, yeah, meaning we are building something that we want, but not building according to pattern because it would take sacrifice and it would take us to break grounds that has been there for a long time for us to be able to get to where God wants to take us to. Oh, this is not in my sermon notes. And that's the reason why, let me say this clearly, and I've said this before, I can't offer people what they're paying in other places. Because the ones that I have in church are young people who are building their lives, who are building and shaping their lives. Therefore, you can't compare what they're paying instrumentalists and stuff to other people. Because anybody who joins me right now must join to build, not to take. If you can't do that, we will have faith and worship without nobody. I will sing myself and we will bless the Lord and we will still grow because we are in the building process. Other churches may have gone so much way ahead of us and therefore they've gone across that bridge. Or some of them are not building the patterns that we're building. It is shaping lives, not shaped lives that has been shaped. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? But the problem we have all over the place, let me finish with the church, is that most of us are now copying each other. So you will move from one church to another church and you've done that online. I know you have done that, James. I know you And, and, And you may not know the difference between what a church stands for and what they don't. But before you throw accusations at us, let's look into your lives. Have we not seen and I'm bored of it. That when I listen to music today, I'm listening to the same person singing, the same, the same what would I say? The same method. And it goes from different people. It, wh- what I'm saying is that they just sound the same. You, you, you have different people, they sound the same. It, it, when we were growing up, and some of the mamas in the house may understand if they don't want to act too spiritual. When we were growing up, if we close our, our eyes, if Shaka Khan is singing, you know that's Shaka. If Kula and the gang are singing, you know this is Cool and the gang. If, if, uh, uh, hello, it is me you're looking for. Who sang that? Leonard Ritchie. You, you know, it is Leonard Ritchie who is singing. if uh, you know it's Michael Jackson. You know, you 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 will know who is who is singing. If Barry White is singing, you know I know some of you are saying I'm old. I don't care. But, 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 but if they sing, you will know they are singing. If shade is singing, you know it is shade. You 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 could close your eyes and know, but this day and age. I says if you go to a nation or a full Jesus, it looks like they sound exactly the same. You know why? Because they're building according to other people's pattern. Clothes, same thing. Makeup, same thing. In fact, sometimes you don't know the difference between three girls. It's the same thing. You're just looking at you Tayo, are you taller or are you Talikwa? Which, 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 what? I, 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 I don't know. It, it, it's, it's like everybody is doing the same thing. Everybody is repeating the same process. Everybody is, is doing the same thing. And even our marriages look like it's the same thing. We're building up our children. It's the same way. And, 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 and the problem we have is that we're becoming a fantastic photocopy, but a cheap one when it comes to destiny. Because God says build according to the pattern. And the uniqueness of our lives are not showing because we're copying someone else. And it's worse because of social media. I'm shouting again. Sorry, we're in church. Problem with copying someone else is you constrain yourself to someone else's pattern which is affiliated to their own life journey. Hence, you stop having a journey Have you not seen how many times people are churning out the same thing? You have to choose to be different. Choose not to walk in the beat of another drummer. Always be a first-rate version of yourself, not a second-rate version of someone else, said by Judy Garland. Always be a first-rate version of yourself, not a second-rate version of someone else. And you know the reason why, my dear, why people are not building their own pattern is because it's tough. To create something that is unique to you and become acceptable by a lot of people is a long journey. To follow that pattern that God has set for you is difficult. It takes time, it takes effort to build on a rock. It takes more time, more energy. It's always easier to take shortcuts in building a home. It's cheaper to use inferior materials. And for a while, nobody may notice, but somewhere along the line, you will pay for a shoddy workmanship. My wife understands when I'm doing anything in the home. People understand when I'm doing anything that's around me. I will wait until I get the money for the best. There's no point in putting something cheap there. Especially if it's something that I'm going to use for a long time. Let's wait. There's no hurry. But when we're going to do it, we're going to do it. 70,000 pounds has gone into some proving this place. When we started. And every pastor that walked in says, I can't spend that kind of money. But in 10 years or 11 years, we've used this place. Thank the almighty God. We haven't got complaints. And I remember when we were doing this, I said, no, we can't do it. Pastor Fe was pushing me then i said no we can't do it he says let's do it so we won't have to do it again because if we do it again it becomes more expensive that means we have to we have to dig into all the walls don't take a shortcut because it becomes expensive in the end don't marry taking a shortcut it becomes expensive in the end don't go into a relationship by shortcutting God. It becomes expensive in the end. Don't go into a business by shortcut. It becomes expensive in the end. Don't cheat yourself into glory because there is no glory. Because once you cheat yourself into it, you're coming out of that glory. And how big is the fall? I wasn't prepared to preach a popular message over this period. You have to follow the pattern. Now, how do you follow the pattern? Let me give you one. And in one, you've got five things you need to write. You better start writing. To follow a vision or a pattern for your life, number one, you must unfollow popular opinion. You must what? Unfollow popular opinion. Listen to me. And popular opinion comes from people. Many people are following people. Many people are following people who would break you than following Christ who would make you. I'm going to repeat that rhyme again. Many people are following people and their patterns of life that would break you instead of instead of following jesus christ who will make you you've got to unfollow popular opinion let me give you four scriptures in quick succession matthew chapter 16 verse 24 listen to what it says it says then jesus this jesus said to the disciples whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and what? Follow me. Next, 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 next scripture. Mark 10, 21 says, Jesus looked at him and loved him. He said to him, One thing you lack, he said, Go sell everything you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. That means to follow Christ, you have to unfollow yourself on certain things. Give me the next one. Luke five twenty-seven. Jesus, after this, Jesus went and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at the tax booth. Follow me. Jesus said, give me the next scripture. He says, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he says, I am the light of the world. Whoever was, somebody shout this, whoever was, Follows me, will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. He will never, if you follow me, you will never. And then Matthew chapter 4, verse 19 says, Follow me and I will make you, what? Fishers of men. Meaning, follow me from your fishing. Fishing is what you thought i designed you to do my pattern is to make you fishers of men therefore unfollow what you're doing and follow me and i will make light shine in your darkness and i will make you become what god has called you to do but you got to follow me and because you're going to follow me you have to unfollow people Let me give you this, because people's opinion is a deadly. Listen to me. When you are younger, I'm going to stop on this. When you are younger, you are most likely warned by your parents to be careful of whom you choose to spend your time with. We've all heard the concept of saying guilty by association. You really are a product of those you follow and whom you associate. This is the why that your friends that you follow are a reflection of who you are. We've heard all heads that birds of the, they do what? They flock together. Meaning that the company you keep reflects your personality. If you hang out with trash, you will be perceived as trash. It's the life that we can, it's it's thought of that we can play with fire and not get burned. Many of us think that we can roll in the mud with the farm animals and not get dirty. Many of us think that we can live like the world, think like the world, look like the world, value what the world values, crave what the world loves, and and their acceptance, and yet remain pure from the world. I mean, how stupid that is. And there's silence in the house. In the book of First Corinthians, I added mine to it. First Corinthians, and chapter 15 and verse 38, look up and listen to what it says. He says, do not be deceived. I'm throwing a lot of scriptures to you. Do not be deceived or led astray. To wander, do not be deceived. The word "deceive" is, 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 is in that bracket. To what deceive means do not be led astray. Do not wander. Do not roam aimlessly. Do not be led away from the truth. And into error, and to be misled or to be seduced. Do not be de- deceived. Evil. Do you see the word evil. What does the word evil mean? There, it means bad, worthless, wicked, vicious, malicious, cowardly, destructive company. So keep that going. So what it means, it says, no, 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 go back, go back, go back, go back. So what it means it says, do not be deceived. Evil company. Go to the next one. Evil company does what? The Bible says corrupts good manners. Evil company. The word company means companionship, communion, conversation, speech, talk, corrupts. The word corrupts means destroy, spoil, waste away, to utterly decay, to corrupt fully, to deprive good or moral, useful, pleasing habits or characters or one morals of life. What it means in essence is that Wrong company will spoil and destroy your life. God tells us there's one way path when we associate with evil people. Listen to me, you young ones. Just one way. And that is the way from purity to defilement. From virtue to sin. From light, you go to darkness. From worth, you go to value, corruption and decay. It is a one-way street that leads from holiness to depravity. And it is never the other way around. When you surround yourself with other people's opinion and people on a constant basis, you are exposed to their personal values and ideals so that it should not come as any surprise that you may end up taking some of their mentality as well. And listen to what you deceive yourself by saying. Many of you will say, but I know the Jesus in me will change their hearts. If I just spend enough time with them and do the things they are doing, deceived. Be not deceived. Many of you say, but I love him. And I know if we date or get married, he will sometime, someday see the Jesus in me and become a Christian. Deceived. Some say, hey, they're my friends. I can hang with them and just not do what they are doing. You know, I I can be light in darkness. Deceived. I know there are questions coming up in your mind right now. But listen to me where the the deception is. Non-believers can never become believers by osmosis. And for some of you who hated chemistry, Let me define osmosis. Osmosis is the tendency of a fluid, usually water, to pass through a semi-permeable membrane into a solution where the solvent has a higher concentration. Thus, equalizing the concentration, meaning this is the membrane. This is concentrated solution. This is water. Osmosis means that the water will pass through this cloth into the other place and dilute its concentration. Many of you don't realize that you can't get someone born again by osmosis. Because if you're not careful, you will soon become like them. And they they will dilute your Christianity to a place where they say, We like your kind of Christianity not taliqua's kind of christianity because taliqua will tell them what you're doing is wrong so until they run away from you if they are comfortable with you and they can swear and they can cheat and they can kiss and they can fornicate while you are there that means your christianity has no value so before you send me messages Did I say you can't have unbeliever friends? That's not what I said. But what I said is that if they don't follow the Christ you are following, you may have to unfollow. At one point in time, if their life is corrupting your life, you have to follow. Now, as many of you may be online right now and be sending some stuff, let me ask you a question. Be honest with me. Let me address the women here right now. Oh, Jesus. Church, by now I would have finished church. Why am I still in church? You're bringing something out of me. Women, listen to me. You are married to a man, husband. He's going out with friends that are cheating on their wives. Going out with friends that are sleeping with every other woman. And you know. And then he comes to you and we're going on a holiday for five days. Well, Why? But I just said that you shouldn't mess with unbelievers and you were all looking at me and nobody was saying anything. But, but, but now I said that, I'm getting a reaction. Why? Why would you say to the man, I don't think this kind of association is profitable. It's because you know sooner or later, even pastor, prelate, archbishop, from heaven, canon tie. If I associate with the wrong people, sooner or later, my wife will be seeing different kinds of numbers coming in you. She will see me. When my phone rings, I will leave the room. Because it only takes one mistake and then you become a victim to the blackmail of the issue that you committed because of the people you associated with. If you are going to be a Christian, be a Christian. Let me repeat myself. If you are going to follow Christ. Follow Christ. If you're going to follow your Instagram, follow your Instagram. You've got to choose. Which one are you choosing today? In essence, you should never forsake what you are taught. Don't throw away Christ for fleeting approval of the world. Do not make yourself an enemy of God. Because some of us, sorry, please forgive me to say this word. We have become spiritual adulterers. I didn't say that. It's the Bible that said it. I didn't say that. Can you give me the scripture, please? Because I know looking at me, that pastor just abused them. Scripture, the book of James, chapter 4, verse 4. You are adulteresses. You? Yeah. Adulteresses. Disloyal sinners flirting with the world and breaking your vow to God. Do you not know that being the world's friend, that is, loving, loving the things of the world, is being God's enemy. So whatever? Oh sorry, so whoever chooses to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God? Yes. So write this down quickly. It will help you. Four things you should unfollow. Number one, unfollow their distractions. Beware of distractions while creating. When God says build a pattern, you have to be careful that while you're building, you're not distracted. Solomon was distracted by women. He didn't follow the pattern that his father gave to him. He missed a legacy. Nehemiah focused. Nehemiah unfollowed Sambalat and Tobiah. And when Sambala became a distraction, Nehemiah unfollowed him quickly. Nehemiah 6, 3 to 4 says, So I sent messages to them saying, I'm doing a great work. I cannot come down. Why should the walk stop while I leave, leave to come down to meet with you? They sent words to me four times in this way and I answered them in the same way. He refused to be distracted. Don't experience the Holy Spirit through other people. When you are about to build, remember that distraction will come. It's heartbreaking when a woman has gone through her education, done her master's, about to buy her property, setting herself up. Then one fool comes along with his trousers below his bottom. A fool deprived of understanding. And the woman says, I love him. You know what? They have just come to distract you from where you're going. It's amazing. It's amazing. Unfollow their distractions. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, all that. I have no problems with that. But sometimes they have become a distraction. Number two, unfollow their opposition. Many people want everyone to agree with them before or while they are building, but they will only bring destruction. He who has an opinion but depends upon the opinion and taste of others is a slave. Great spirits will always encounter violent opposition. There are some people in your life or opinions you need to unfollow. Unfollow their distraction unfollow their opposition number three unfollow their domination when you follow the wrong people you are giving them the power over your creativity giving other people the power to control how you think feel and behave makes it impossible to be mentally strong how do i know when other people have power over me how exactly do i know Number one, when you feel offended by their criticisms or negative feedback, they have power over you. Number two, when you've changed your goal based on what other people have told you, they have power over you. When you feel inadequate reaching your goal by looking at theirs, ha! Huh? they've got 400 followers. Huh? This is my tiny business, has 300. One out of those 300 may make you a millionaire. And 50 out of those 400 may destroy your business. When you work hard to ensure that other people see you in a positive light because your self-worth depends on how other people see you. So if you're waking up every morning and you fear to look at your Instagram page or your social media page, that thing has power over you. When you're supposed to go on holiday to relax and all oh, your thinking is, In fact, the person that you've gone on holiday to is tired. Husbands are tired. Wives are tired. Because the only purpose you went on that holiday is for your Instagram or Facebook page. We're tired. We're tired. That thing has power over you. Oh no! And then you take, no, 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 no. You just showed this part of my legs. They've told me that when I pose... unfollow their oppositions unfollow their distractions unfollow their domination and lastly unfollow their validation and i'm going to stop there and weigh over unfollow their validation when people's validation becomes your identity you will find yourself on the wrong path of destiny When people's validation becomes your identity, you will find yourself on the wrong path of destiny. The approval of people could have identified Jesus as the king of the Jews, but Jesus knew he wasn't king of a tribe. He was king of kings. You can get external validation from your friends on social media doing absolutely rubbish. This is why it's so easy to become a spectator in today's world and still be paid for it. We're following influencers that are influencing our lives ne- in a negative way. Husbands and wives are fighting because of what they saw on Instagram. Yes, they bought a 10-bedroom property. Yours is too. Live there. Love it. Because that 10-bedroom, they're not even living well in it. Yes, they just bought a car. Yes, they may be showing off their shoes mm-hmm. and bags, Mm -hmm. and cars those, those, those shoes that you've just shown off you place so much value on the shoes but not your leg do you realize that if God is tired of you that leg will never wear those shoes anymore don't get your validation from outside build according to pattern build your own life be unique it may be slow but you will reach there everybody may be walking down the aisle if it's not your time stay keep building everybody may be going to the cinema with their boo soon it will become boo (laughs) if god is not there (laughs) okay we need to pray Let's pray. I'm way out of time. I've got to be disciplined back. I want you to pray and say, God, every structure I have built, I pull it down today. Build according to pattern. Let God validate what you're building. Maybe there's somebody, maybe you're in church right now, maybe someone online, you haven't given your life to Christ so that Christ can build your life according to his pattern some of you are so much into the world that you've forgotten the word. so many of you are craving validation and you're under domination opposition and distraction some of you has they can't know the difference whether you're a christian or you're not your social media doesn't show christ Everything you're building is to make money, is to become famous and is to copy others. And God says you have become an adulterer or adulteress. You are my enemy because you are not following the world. Do not be conformed to the world. You may may hate this message, but do not be conformed. Say God, pull down every spirit of conformity in my life that I may stand as a Christian in this deprived generation. And if you haven't given your life to Christ, why don't you just lift your hands and say this prayer after me, wherever you are, at home or in church. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I give you my life today. I follow you and I unfollow the world. Accept me today, as I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Someone says aloud, "Amen."
0: You've been listening to Ty Adashugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk. Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939. You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19, 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.